Hello, everyone, and Hi. welcome to episode eight of Unconventional. I am Chelsea. I'm Christian. And it's just the two of us this time. Which it is okay. Yeah, it hasn't, it been, hasn't been this way in a, for, for no, a while. Yeah, we've had quite a few guests on, but yeah. you know, we're taking a little break from that, just hanging out with the two of us again, mm-hmm. which will be great. Um, so this so week's episode is called Jesus Paid It All. And it is the second episode of our quarter three um, part, which is titled uh, Jesus Won Absolute Victory. Mm-hmm. So let's let's dive right in, shall we? Yeah. Um, I got some notes. I have some as well. Awesome. Uh, though, I don't know how extensive. Do you want me to do the recap? Possibly. Okay. We uh, this this session I felt was really um, dense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for you sure. You need to kind of sit with it. Um, we did record it, so it'll be up soon, or mm-hmm. it's up now. Um, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So I do not have notes from the very beginning. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. But I do have notes for the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that we have been told that we have everything we need to commission. Uh, heaven was paid for at the cross. Yep. And Andrew dives into Isaiah 53 verses 4 to 5 mm-hmm. where it talks about how um, it was our weakness that he carried. He was wounded and crushed for our sins. He was whipped and we were healed. Mm. And the conclusion from that is that Jesus on the cross paid for healing. Yeah. Right? So Jesus comes to undo the effects of the fall. And one of the things that um he does is undo the effects of the curse from the fall right and there is a god in his sovereignty who will choose to heal people sometimes it's healing is such a kind of it's something very difficult to grasp because we don't quite know how it works we don't know why god chooses to heal certain people and stuff so that's always really hard to kind of grapple with Mm -hmm. but that point was made uh the other is that they covered healing on the cross right so when Jesus died and that curse that had first been established at the fall was now gone. It was completed and Mm -hmm. it was now been handed over back to God. Right. And we talked a little bit about that um, last episode, I think about how it comes full circle. Yeah. Right. So then we dive into Acts 10 verses 38. And this is when Jesus goes around doing good and healing all of the sickness. Um, And it's, key to note that sickness is not God's idea. Like God did not create it and purposely make us ill. That's not God's like, no, we're not doing that. Um, it's not, it doesn't come from God. Um, and so the Pharisees can't figure out why Jesus can cast out demons. Um, and so they then assume that he is the devil because of the fact that he can cast out demons. Mm -hmm. And his response is that a kingdom divided amongst itself can't stand. Yeah. Um, and so, and we'll get more into that later in, in this episode. Um, so then we move on to, by his wounds, you have been healed. Um, and this is uh, Peter living on the side where it is done, hence the past tense compared yeah. to Isaiah. Uh, Andrew said an interesting yeah. thing where, like, the phrase has changed mm-hmm. because w- they are, and essentially we are, living on the other side of the cross. Yeah. Yeah. So you see in Isaiah, it talks about, um, by his wounds, you will be healed, I think. I can't quite remember the phrasing. Are and then in about? Acts, it's by his wounds, you have been healed. And so the idea is that when Jesus sacrificed himself on the cross and gave his life, yeah, you're it talking now about moves Peter into... 2, oh, I yes. lied. First Peter, not Acts. Yeah, it was First Peter 2.24, 2, where um, the end part is, by his wounds, you have been healed. Yeah, so we move yeah. from, like you said, we move from present to past because the action has been completed. 
Yep. So we're good to go. Uh, da, 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 da. So. Oh yeah. Also another <laughs> thing um, that was talked about was how uh, God and Jesus does not send sickness to teach a lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was also. That is very much the devil's yes. work. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. So we move on to kind of how words of knowledge are a declaration of what God wants to do in our lives. Um, so it was our sickness and disease that Jesus carried and our pain that he carried, not our sorrows. Um, and Jesus did not die from our physical pain, but also from our mental pain as well. And a superior covenant cannot, I, oh, I love this one so much. A superior covenant cannot have inferior practices. And I apologize if some of this stuff seems a little bit like, I don't quite get that. We'll, we will dive into it more in mm-hmm. the thing. And you can absolutely listen to the sermon and see what Andrew has to say about that. Yeah. This just is our brief kind of recap. You have to go fast because he talks fast. Oh, yeah. We love you, Andrew. Um, but you got to <laughs> yeah, speed type with him. Um, okay, moving on. So into we d- then dive into condemnation and how condemnation says that whatever bad thing you've done, you are that thing. And mm-hmm. we kind of reference it back to our first quarter in which we're not sinners, we're saints. And yeah. trying to changing that perspective and changing the attitude of ourselves that we have. Yeah, of like not dwelling on essentially the sins that you've committed. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And then we move from that into generational sin and how generational sin is very real. Mm -hmm. And this is a hard thing to kind of understand because we tend to kind of think that sin is our own and it's not passed down the the generations, but it is. Um, And so he takes a look at Ezekiel 18 verse 2. And like the word of the Lord came to me and it talks about how the parents eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. So because the parents commit a sin, it's the children who suffer for that sin. They're the ones who feel the effects of Mm -hmm. eating the sour grapes. Um, And what, and this is really cool how everything comes full circle again is that when Jesus sacrifices himself on the cross, he is offered something to drink and he is given sour wine. Yeah. That that part really stuck out to me too. Yeah. It, it was super powerful because mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And like, you don't really, it doesn't really, well, because like for me anyways, um, mm-hmm. just reading the Bible, like a lot of things really don't click unless somebody like kind of points it out to me. But yeah. this moment was really, really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we're brought back to that. And then after Jesus does that and forgives the generational sin, um, he follows it by saying it is finished. And mm-hmm. that's really when everything is done. Um, so the thing that the family has been struggling with is gone by Jesus tasting the sour grapes. He has taken it all. And we kind of ended on that note. So you can see, like, so much stuff. Oh, yeah. Densed into, like, 40 minutes of, okay, yeah, here I we go. I even feel like the end part was really dense, too. Just mm-hmm. the the whole idea of how Jesus will uh, drink the sour wine. And mm-hmm. it was essentially saying, like, um, uh like those sins, I'll t- I'll drink that. Uh, I'll drink that too. All that cup, I'll drink. Uh, like uh, that drink of uh, that. Sorry, um, he drank the cup of generational sin, so that I don't have to. Yeah. Or like we don't have to, right? Like mm-hmm. that whole. It's super. The word I'm gonna. I'm not tr- sure if it's appropriate to use, but the word I'm trying to use is like it's very cerebral to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Alrighty. So. Big recap. Mm-hmm. Um, I do encourage you to go t- listen to Andrew's sermon and you'll get a very good understanding of what or we're about come. to. Or come to Young Adults next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're diving into 
biggest takeaway now? Like well, through I, that everything. Yeah. Well, I feel what? like you already know my takeaway, which mm -hmm. is the end part, mm -hmm. right? Just because. And I don't know if I've had any experience with that, but the idea, well, again, it's the whole, like, and I keep saying this constantly each episode or every so often where I'm just like, this is common sense to me, but I don't think about it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. 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 The thing that stuck out to me is, there's quite a few of them, but what I'm going to focus on is that um, when Jesus says, um, a kingdom divided amongst itself can't stand. Yeah. And I just, with everything that we've just recently gone through in Forestbrook and that kind of thing, the understanding of you, unity and what that means and what that looks like mm -hmm. is so key and so important. Um, because we as Christians really struggle to understand someone else's perspective. Yeah. We, we really struggle with it, especially when we don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. And so if we don't agree with it, it's like, how do you respond? Um, yeah. How do you react to when someone gives, explains something or preaches something that you sit there and think, wait a minute, that's not right. Yeah. Or like you go, that's not my experience. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And on one hand, you're right. It wasn't your experience because your relationship with God is not the same as that. Oh, yeah. But you should also understand that you can always be learning, mm -hmm. right? Never going with the assumption of what can I teach, but what can I learn? Yeah. Um, and to be like open. Yeah. And that we are called to not, to be united regardless of our differences, regardless of our, um, division, so to speak. I mean, the devil rejoices in division in the church because it yeah. knows that it can, um, plant seeds of doubt and hurt pride and that kind of stuff and cause us to split and to be the opposite of unified. And then you don't have a community when that happens. You yeah. have isolation and people feeling lonely and people setting the blame on everyone else. Mm -hmm. And it, it falls apart. It can't stand. Yeah. And God's kingdom is supposed to be strong and welcoming and warm and that the people are linked together and that they love each other regardless of anything else. That's a God by love. That's unconditional love, yeah. right? So for me, just sitting there and hearing that, I'm like, yes, that is that is such a true statement and it's so prominent and so reflective of where we need to be aiming for in our own lives is yeah. saying if we if we know that we're supposed to be a kingdom that isn't divided, we need to start checking ourselves to get to that place where we can say, you know what? Yeah, we love you and we can be a united regardless of mm -hmm. where we stand on things. Yeah. I don't I I felt like I had something else to say mm -hmm. but I think I just lost it so mm. if you want to just move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um so the theme is Jesus paid it all and yeah. you know Andrew really d kind of dived in and talked about just this coming full circle and Jesus saying I'm taking your sins that generational sin and everything like that mm -hmm. and I'm I'm f like it's gone now. You yeah. know, it's I'm I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this question that's in my head um, and say, oh, yes, this is how it needs to go. But like when you think of your own sins, right, like what, how much weight do you give them? And when you give them that weight, you know, do you remind yourself that God has forgiven it and God's like, we're like, we're cool. Or do you let that become the bigger control? Mm -hmm. Well, I think in terms of like in those terms um a lot of the cases it's more 
you acknowledge that this is the case, mm-hmm. but you don't want to let go, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to. I feel like a lot of people want to personally deal with their own sin in their own way, um, but that just not by might be how God wants that to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. Well, for one, because like He's taken it; mm-hmm. it's His now, yeah. right? And I do feel like a lot of people um, they strive for control. Like I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of how we're sort of built. Right, mm-hmm. like we need to be, uh, we we need to be able to feel that we're in control of certain things. So, um, with sin, um, and again, this is back to when um, I don't remember which session it was, but we were talking about how um, sometimes people yearn for punishment, right? And the way I kind of figured that out is, um, sometimes there are people that they keep on they hold on to their sin because they're addicted to that right mm-hmm. like they're addicted well not like to the sin itself like um like alcohol pornography or whatever right but like it's more like addicted to it's essentially the punishment yeah. right like you want to be punished you don't want to be redeemed um but with this session now and how like how Andrew was sharing how um God's already taken it, right? Like, you have to let go. Like, you need to put your eyes upon Jesus and God and let, and just let them take the wheel. Because, like, Mm -hmm. you're not really going to go anywhere in your faith or just at all if you, um, if you hold yourself down by holding on to these weights of sin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, for myself personally, the biggest thing that I'm right now going through is that relinquishing control, right? And that when I make a mistake or when I do something that I know, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Um, Being able to just be like, hey, like, God, forgive me. You know, I know that you've already forgiven me and I'm just, I'm giving it to you and kind of just not, you know, just relinquishing it. And whether that in like in all aspects of my life, not just in... You know, uh, in sin, but in even just relationships and that kind of thing, just being like, God, yeah, take it's it. Also, like, because like, it's not like it's not like we're saying like, live a live a it is what it is kind of life and just mm-hmm. not do anything about it, right? Like you can still say accept that X thing happened or like you sinned a certain way, right? But the key mm-hmm. is again like giving it to God and then moving from that working um, with Christ to get rid of that mm-hmm. that problem for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like and it's not something that's gonna happen in a snap. Yeah. Um but yeah again just like if you um for me anyways, with my experience, the way I see it is uh doing a thing of acknowledging and also working past to make yourself better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um a second thing that I want to bring up that stood out to me, and I should have, I meant to do this as big as takeaways, but anyway. Um, I think we're still there. Right? We're Honestly. still there. Yeah. Technically, yeah. Is, um, oh, where'd it go? I had it. Oh, I had it, and then I lost it. Uh, oh, a superior covenant, covenant cannot have inferior practices. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, snap. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. Right? Um, so wh- what's your take on that? A superior covenant cannot have inferior practices. 
Well, here's the thing, because like, um, like a practice like communion is like one essentially like the part of the newer covenant, covenant, right? So I don't really have any experience of the older practices, right? Like things like animal sacrifice and like all those things to try and redeem yourself. But uh, from what Andrew was talking about with that kind of stuff, it, sorry, I'm getting lost again, um, but I don't know if you kind of catch my drift of what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Sorry, uh, I don't know if you want to take over a little bit. Sure. But uh, I mean, a superior covenant cannot have inferior practices is such a hefty statement because yeah. it means... Oh, I remember. Okay. So it's like, it's a thing of like... A th like a thing of people letting go of traditions, mm -hmm. right? And understanding that some traditions don't really work with the new co covenant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. Yeah. That, I think that's what I take on that. Mm -hmm. Where a lot of it, you really need to kind of dwell on what exactly are you thinking of when you want to hold on to this uh, this tradition. Yeah. For right. Like what it like is it? This is a weird phrase for it for this topic, but like, is it like nostalgia, right? Like, mm -hmm. do you want to keep it because you think it works, right? But like, when you actually compare those things with how we're supposed, like the the newer practices, then maybe you might see like this probably doesn't work as much, or like he does, or God doesn't want. God doesn't want like living sacrifices again, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah, I take it as you can't uh, slack off. Like, yeah. if you what you preach, what you practice, and stuff, you cannot, you know, just kind of do it halfway. You, because that to me is inferior practice, right? It's you kind of yeah. being like, you know, I'm gonna, I believe this, but I'm not fully gonna commit to it. I'm gonna kind of be like, yeah, ah, right. Yeah. And that's sort of my train of thought. Yeah, too, yeah, a superior covenant can't thrive it can't really be god's house if we are not fully immersing ourselves in the spirit if we are not mm -hmm. fully acknowledging that jesus paid it all if we are not yeah. fully committing to what our new relationship means and what yeah. it brings and if we're not committing so, to the 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 knowledge of us being sin uh being saints not sinners i yeah. almost said that the wrong way around <laughs> sorry it's all good you caught it and so yeah and that was the second thing that really stood out to me i was like oh yeah like a superior covenant covenant cannot have inferior practices yeah. and i was like Whoa. yeah boom mic drop oh, yeah. <laughs> um all right so knowing that jesus paid it all for us mm -hmm. what how do we take this knowledge and apply it in the real world well, like I what feel, does that look like well i feel like i already kind of said that right mm -hmm. we're like essentially living a version of it is what it is in your life, right? Where, um, yeah, again, the way you would go about that is like, oh, I did X thing. Like, I got really mad at this and I did, and it resulted in um, I'm me hurting somebody, right? Like, you, you bring that forward. You don't bottle that up mm -hmm. um, through either, like, you, you pray to God and give that to him. Or if you feel like you need to talk to an account blah, 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 accountability partner, and like have that happen mm -hmm. and then 
again, like don't seek out punishment, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like if you're if you're doing that, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Um, yeah. So go about bringing that to the altar in a way that makes sense to you and that you're comfortable with, and also begin to think mm-hmm. about how to move forward from that. Like, how do I work on my anger? How do I work on um, um, other things that I'm sitting on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's when knowing that Jesus paid it all is knowing that you are forgiven. Um, and that's yeah. that's a big thing that we need to learn and accept because like you said, we tend to seek out punishment. And so when, you know, if you do make a mistake or if you do sin and stuff being taking responsibility for it and bringing that to God and being like, Hey, this happened. Um, and yeah, like, I'm giving it to you because I, I don't want this to control me. I don't exactly, want this to take yeah. over. And I know that you forgave and you paid it on the cross and I will like, just help me be better. And yeah. Help and then, like continue. a key thing too, is like not to just do that and then continue to sin. Cause <laughs> I'm just like, that yeah. doesn't, Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you shouldn't be doing that. You need to, like, actively try and yeah. be better. Yeah, like, because sure. I, I, I've heard this from, like, when I was a lot younger. Um, to strive to change, you need to also, it's sort of, you, you need to be able to meet God halfway with it when you want to change. Mm-hmm. And, like, sure, like, sometimes God will just come in 100% and go, you don't know, you don't have to deal with like this addiction anymore mm-hmm. right and that's i guess it's rare and kind of fantastic but also like if you really want to change you need to be active you need to yeah again all yeah. the stuff that we said all yeah, all the yeah. things. I was just about to repeat so. everything. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's what happens, and that's why, because you, it's so important to make that point of like, and that's why we do tend to repeat ourselves, because like, yes, like this is what God has called us to do, yeah. and don't be afraid of following through with that mm-hmm. and how that's going to look and that kind of thing. So, yeah. yes, I hear you, and I get yeah. where you're coming <laughs> from. So you're golden. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did I share my thing? Uh, no, because I, <gasps> like, took over. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, like, pausing. I'm like, did I say my piece? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on the same wavelength as you, is, like, taking responsibility, acknowledging, bringing it to God, um, but also being open to receiving mm-hmm. um, God's forgiveness. I think it's a big thing, too, because we, again, we seek out that punishment. Yeah. And we're like, we are undeserving. And God's like, I have... I, I forgive you yeah. and I just want to move on with you. So this doesn't prevent you from pursuing me further. Yeah. Um, well, also I'm going to jump in again, but also it. like with um, asking for forgiveness and blessings and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't expect it to be in a box. Like God, dear God, I want you to help me, but only in this one way. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's just not how God works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So like the answer that you may be looking for, um, may be different right mm-hmm. so for sure yeah and so that is our um and kind of how we go and we take this knowledge and this understanding of jesus paying and all and applying it to our own lives mm-hmm. and we are at the end of our episode oh yeah it always feels so short when it's just the two of us yeah, it's, it's, yeah, fine. it's fine it's fine <laughs> um so we will be 
Young Adults is next week, so please come out and hang out with us at 7 yeah. p.m. Should here. Should we share food speaking? Or? Jim Chen is speaking. Yeah. So... Uh, so that will be next week. Yes, that which is the eighth. Yes. Yes. And then after that is going to be another podcast episode, episode nine, and that'll be good. I'm excited for that. Uh, so yeah, so either meet with us uh, this coming Sunday, or we'll see you on the podcast mm-hmm. in two weeks. Oh, you could also follow us on like our Facebook page Thanks. and and engage Instagram. with us. Yeah. Ask us questions. Let us know how you're feeling and what you like. And what you don't like, <laughs> as I say, tentatively. <laughs> well, that's fa- that's it's a healthy it's thing fair. to do. Yes, we are always looking to grow and improve for sure. Mm-hmm. So let us know um, what you're learning and that kind of stuff, and be open to engaging with us. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we'll see you either this coming Sunday or in two weeks. All right. All right see you guys. Bye.